It's happy hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's neworleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limousine or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you. Because that's New Orleans and this is Happy Hour, a cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleanians in a bar today with the fabulous Wayfair on Fred Street where they have a three-hour happy hour here every single day where drinks are half price. And so is the bar food. It's also the home of not your mama's Frosé. The Frosé is a perfect summer drink. It's a frozen cocktail made with dry rosé, vodka, St. Germain, Peixos, bitters. You could have got one of those, Darcy. It's not too late to change your order. You want one? Yell out. Get me a frosé. I just heard about it. It's the greatest. It's made with lemon juice and a house-made strawberry basil syrup. See, you can have both drinks. This is Darcy Malone from Darcy Malone and the Tangle. Hi. I love to drink. That's a good way to introduce you. You I love to drink. Is that a is that a quote? It is now. How often? When did you have your last drink? Um. Today. No, I think it was with Catherine last night. With last night, yeah, and you guys are still night. together. You've yeah, been together all champagne. night. You and Catherine. No, I just I went back there today. Okay. Where's there? At Catherine's home, where we have drinks. Is that right? Uh, yeah. So you were drinking with Catherine last <laughs> yeah. night, and you went back to her yeah. home today for yeah. more drinks. I work for her. Do and, you? And we we drink. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> what do you do? You were talking about Catherine Clamitis, who's also been on our show recently, who has yeah. a new book coming out. She does. Any day. Breed do, all about. Breed, breed all, all about, about it. it. About yeah. breeding. About, about, dog, nice. about dog breeding. It's not, oh, I thought it was about breeding humans. <laughs> no. Oh, no. I thought it was like a porno thing. No. Oh, that changes everything. <laughs> it's about dogs, <laughs> Catherine? Yeah. Oh, it's my God. Okay. It's about dogs. Yeah. So you're working for Catherine now? Yes. Oh, that's a good job, because last time I spoke to you, you were in a, in a rock band, so that's well, good I that you got rid of that. Well, I am still doing that. Oh, you're still doing Yes. That's my, my main deal. Well, you're really um, Darcy Malone and the Tangle. And the Tangle. You are the Darcy Malone from Darcy Malone and the Tangle. From Darcy Malone and the Tangle. And this is Rory Calais, who's also in the Tangle. Yeah, I, I am. Yes. Hi, Rory. Nice to Hi, see Grant. you too. Good to see you again. It's guitar, nice to see. Guitar yeah. player extraordinaire. Yeah. Is that right? I always get nervous when I hear people describe someone as something else extraordinaire. I did forget to put in my bio. Yeah. Yeah. He really is though. He really yeah, is extraordinary. Extraordinary. Really? What makes him extraordinary as a guitar player? Um. Rory has a dance he does when he plays where he has one leg up and it does this. I mean, nobody can see what I'm doing, but it's a very extraordinary dance. You stand on one leg. It's like a Chuck Berry duck walk variation yeah. thing. Right, yeah. okay. And do you do that intentionally or just find yourself doing it? Uh, Here's your frosé. I don't think he knows. Check Holy that out. Thank you, Jill. This is the first I hear of it. I like to think it finds me. Really? Yeah. So you're yeah. not aware that you're doing it? You just, no. people say... Hey, I saw you doing that sort of spasticated... Uh, not people, person, her, just now. You're the only like, person... <laughs> like it's oh, her face. So yeah. now you're aware of it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Now I'm gonna be he didn't know I knew. I'm oh, super great. self-conscious That's now. interesting because yeah. aren't you standing in front of Rory if you're on stage? I know what all of you these guys, guys are doing. Really? Yeah. Yes. Is that right? Mm-hmm. You're like James Brown. Uh, yeah. Except not mean. I don't fine anyone money for not showing up for Do you rocket. get mad at the guys? <laughs> do they fuck up a lot or what? Oh, they don't fuck up. They're great. Really? Yeah. Are you just, do you just say that? <laughs> no, no. Really, we have, <laughs> we have great rehearsals. Yeah. All right. Okay. Hey, listen, you guys. Ashley Keaton is here as well. Hi, Ashley. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? No, good. I was nervous mm-hmm. to meet you because your name is spelled differently than it's pronounced. Very weirdly, yes. It's oh, very weird. It's spelled A-S-H-L-Y-E. My mother was on the morphine. Which I thought. Oh. The nurses came in with the birth certificate. Yeah. <laughs> is that true? Yes, so according to my father so this year. She's sort of dyslexic? I, I just, just think she was drugged up and wouldn't wait to come down before she named me. Mm-hmm. She named you Ashley. She did, but she got the spelling spe- very wrong. Is she a bad speller in general or just no, that one just that event? day. Just, just, just for me. And you've had to live with this your whole entire life. Still, still kicking. How mm-hmm. funny. And it yes. must be pretty interesting because it's like a conversation starter. People call you Ashley. They do. They do not call me Ashley, mostly. Mostly Ashley. call you Ashley. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. A little <laughs> southern twist. Yeah. Are you from here? I am not. I've been here 25 years, but I'm from Hot Springs, Arkansas, originally. Oh, okay. Well, that's just as southern, isn't it? Yes, it is. Ashley. How do they say it? Ashley. But how would you say it with L-Y-E? Lie, Lee. 
I don't know, six Ashley. somewhere, half a dozen yeah. the other. Yeah. And so it says here oh, that... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. add, add the syllable. Right? Yeah. Oh, sure. And you're an accent, a, you. yeah. you're an intellectual accent. property attorney. I am. And an entertainment guilty. lawyer yeah. as well. Ooh. And you also Ooh. work in cultural advocacy and policy. I do. I do. What does that mean exactly? You mean you give away legal advice for free? That means that over the course free. of the next year, or the next hour rather, <laughs> or cocktail hour, we can hash <laughs> yeah. that out. Um, but no, I, I, I am a co-director of the Ella Project. It's a nonprofit that provides legal advice on a pro bono basis to artists, musicians, culture bearers, grassroots nonprofits, and small businesses. We also, um, we're also a platform for cultural uh, advocacy and policy engagement. And we can get into that. Could you repeat that? After Darcy, several drinks. You wouldn't mind? No, um, not really. How much, of that, how much of that did you, you get? Do you want to say bullshit, Cultural bullshit, bullshit? <laughs> hey, man, you can say anything about a quiz. But, <laughs> but it's, this is good. But the, what you need to get from that, I think, is it's free legal advice for it musicians. It is. It is. Mm. Absolutely. It she bails no Mardi Gras and you need to get your card. Oh, no. Mardi Gras needs. I don't go to jail. Other people do. Mardi Gras needs. And Seth Stanton is here, who is one of the coolest people, and not just in New Orleans, Thank but you. in the whole country and possibly the oh, whole world. Oh, wow. I know it's a, it's a gigantic claim, right? What have I done? That's yeah. a good, cool, yeah. extraordinary. Take a right? look at him. Extraordinaire. Yeah. He's human extraordinaire. Human if you take a look at him, you would think, well, what's the big deal about this guy? <laughs> I'll tell you what he does. Seth is the founder of an organization called Miles for Migrants. And you can probably better explain it than I can what it is. So basically we had the idea that um, there's a bunch of refugee and asylum-seeking families that need to be back together. And we should all do that with our frequent flyer miles. Like all of us, like oh. all of America and the world. Oh, yes. wow, that's cool. So how about that? That's our idea. Oh, that's amazing. amazing. You are the coolest guy in the it's, world. Yeah. So it great. wasn't even my idea. I'm just the guy that registered it. Well, well who's idea? who did you steal it from? I didn't, I didn't, he's, he's one of Some the other co-founders. His, 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 his name is Nick Ruiz, and he's he, awesome. He's, he lives in Jersey. We didn't meet for like the first year and a half that we ran this organization. Um, no, he's awesome. How did you meet Nick in the first place? On the internet. On what part of the internet? Reddit. Tinder on Reddit? Red, yeah, no. no. We didn't meet on Tinder till later. Um, nice. No, um, so, so basically so he posted... It's a dating he, app that works for everyone. Right. Yeah, he, he posted about the fact that he did this for a, like a Pakistani refugee family that had been separated. And he, he posted about it on this, this subreddit that I was a moderator on. And... Um, then he and I started talking about it, and then we took the idea. We took a couple other guys that were kind of interested in jumping in, and we ran with it. That's amazing. That's it. Isn't yeah. that cool? And now it's a gigantic operation that's worldwide that unites people who have been separated, migrants who have been separated by their governments, mm -hmm. using people's donated frequent flyer miles. Or people that's who are amazing. seeking asylum. Like, so last night, we had a Honduran family who had been separated at the border um, that... We flew some of them from Texas to Georgia to be reunited uh, with their family members. And literally right now, there is a Palestinian family that's going to the airport in Cairo to fly to their dad slash husband, who's in Brussels. Oh, my, so, oh my God. That's so awesome. How cool is yeah. that? So that's happening that right amazing? now, right now. They're literally that's right amazing. now, they're in the cab. Oh, wow, that's I'll amazing. probably start ignoring you guys fairly soon and just start checking my phone. <laughs> you but, should. Yeah. I think you that's should. A, yeah, yeah. totally reasonable. Mm -hmm. Does this happen every single day? There's people... We're at, a, we're at a point now where we fly about 100 to 140 people a month. We want it to be more than so that. That's, that's more astounding. Than, so that's over three a day, according yes. to my yeah. math. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, so, you, and you're doing all this as a non-profit. I mean, not, no one's getting paid. No, we now, we now have two employees. As of wow. July, we actually have two employees who get paid to do uh, most of the logistics for this. Where They're does amazing. the money come from to pay them? We have gotten funded by a couple of organizations. Um, we actually haven't told anyone who they are. So do, who the organizations are? Do you want are? me to reveal it right Is now? Is it European Wax Center? No, there, there's a there's a family foundation out of uh, out of Boston. It's called the Shapiro Foundation um, that has funded us, and and also TripAdvisor as a foundation that funded. Are us. you serious? Yeah. Oh, wow, that's TripAdvisor. Cool. Yep. Wow. So cool. That is excellent. Yep. That is I didn't awesome. even know TripAdvisor was making any money, actually. <laughs> I thought they must be probably losing money like everybody else. <laughs> Enough that they fund something like, like this, where we're certainly never going to make them any money. That's but, a, no, but they must, that's a real feel-good sort of thing to do for TripAdvisor. It should be a feel-good thing for everybody. Well, right? yeah, but I mean, yeah, for yeah, a company like TripAdvisor, I mean, yeah. you wouldn't expect they would do that. Why, why not? 
Why not? Everyone, everyone, should. I agree everyone with you. should do stuff like everyone that. Everyone yeah. should. And you're also an optician or optometrist? I'm an optometrist. Or, optometrist. Yeah. yeah. That's what? my side gig. Yeah. That I get paid That's for. That's what actually <laughs> pays the bills. And, yeah. And, and you partner with the Musicians Clinic, correct? So I work for Daughters of Charity. We partner with all kinds of different things, one of which is the Musicians Clinic, who are amazing. They're amazing. Yeah, amazing. That's, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Of the yeah. whole project also. Um, so I, I love doing eye exams on musicians. They come and tell me yeah. amaz- amazing stories. I'm blind. So for all of you musicians who are listening, please. Hey. Yes. Hey, so please. hang on. So, we you, so we've got free eye care for musicians and Thank free you. legal aid for musicians here right. at the same table. Oh. Yeah. And musicians. And actual yeah. musicians. And you guys. We came to the right so. podcast. Yeah. 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 That's extraordinary, actually. Do you have eye problems, Darcy? I hey, Yeah. Pa- I have glasses. Where are they? Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I think they're at home somewhere. Sometimes I wear them. This is how all of my eye exams with musicians start. <laughs> Every single one. Yeah. But it's funny that when I wear them, though, then I get headaches. Because probably because I haven't worn them. Probably because you haven't seen me. Yeah, it's just you have the wrong have prescription. The right I need to go see you. That's right. Who did you go to last time that gave you the wrong prescription? Uh-oh. You don't have to help that person. Yeah, I'm yeah. not yeah. doing it. I'm Your not lawyer doing says it. don't. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Yeah. So but why don't you wear them? Because you can't see. So there's no point in wearing them. Well, so what can you see now without them? No, I see y'all. It's, it's far away. That's the problem. There's nothing out there. Don't worry about that. Yeah, it's like... I, I have the same thing. My the optician told me I need glasses to far away. I'm like, well, what am I looking at exactly? Right. What, like, well, maybe for driving. That? It's so who cares? If you can get the idea. Binoculars. Yeah. You I, get the I idea, make right? it where I need to go. Yes, that's what I say, too. It's you too know? much trouble. If there's anything that describes New Orleans driving, it's, I'm driving. <laughs> I get the idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, yeah. Well, how clearly do you really need to see, though, yeah. seriously? Far to, away. To have a driver's license? Yeah, I mean, they don't know uh, that. I didn't. Okay. Um, you have to see 2040 in order to have an unrestricted driver's license. I don't even know what that means. What does that mean? Yeah. So... Someone with normal vision, completely normal, is 2020. Yeah. What so, does 2020 actually mean? So 2020 means the detail you see at 20 feet is what you're supposed to see at 20 feet. Oh, 20 oh. feet. Okay. Oh. So and what's the other 20? 2040 means the detail you see at 20 feet is what someone with normal vision sees at 40 feet. Oh. Oh. Hang on. So it's like half as good. So it's like, oh, half I as see. Good. Half. Yeah. I thought it was twice as good. Yeah, that was no, not the math it's, wrong. It's, it's yeah. supervision. Yeah. 2010 <laughs> would be twice that's, as good. So, so Thank you, Thomas. 2010. 2010 is, is possible, and I, I see it a couple times a year. Wow. It's pretty okay. rare, though. Okay. So, I'm probably more than 2040 to 60. Without my contacts, and I'm 2400. So yeah. you're, you're cool. Okay, I'm gonna have to come and see you. Yeah. What does that mean? You can what you can see at 20 feet. Someone else is seeing at 400. No, that. Yes. Someone with normal vision, the amount of detail they see 400 feet away is what I see 20 feet away. So you're pretty blind. Yeah. That's bad, right? I'm my contact. Can you get that corrected by LASIK? Yes. Why don't you do that? Seeing you're an optician. Optometrist. Optometrist. That's fine. It's only mildly insulting. What is the difference between an optician (laughs) and an optometrist? Opticians are the guys that make glasses. And what is an optometrist? I'm the one who does your eye exam. But you're not not an ophthalmologist. I'm not an ophthalmologist. I don't do surgery. Okay. So optometrist has actually got some sort of education in the guy that says, like, is that further away? Darcy, you're having your mind blown right now. Yeah, yeah. Wow. There's so many opto words. Yeah. 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 We We have a few too many. <laughs> Are you writing songs these days, Darcy? Could you get this into a song? Into an optometrist, optician, and ophthalmologist. I need some time. Can my office hire you to the, write a yes, song? Yes, we're going to run into a copyright thing. We should ask her. Like, because yeah, it's your idea, and now it's our song. Like, it might be a little murky, oh, you know? Concept to completion. Yeah. yeah. You need a jingle? I need a writing credit. Right. If you need a writing credit, come see me. Okay. Make sure that you. What do you need a jingle for? For your, for your optometry? Clinic? A jingle? A jingle. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Okay, so like what do you want? Like Chip Forstall. He takes care yeah. of it all. Only it's Seth. Yeah. What's I, your last name? Stanton. Seth Stanton, the obstetrician. No, no, no. Not <laughs> it's not an obstetrician. No, it's, obstetrician. Obst- it's getting worse. <laughs> what word is Optician. it? Optometrist. Optometrist. This is a derivative work. Optometrist doesn't rhyme with anything. Yeah, no, it really doesn't. What does optometrist rhyme with? You must know. You've I, been thinking one for I really don't. 
Optometrist. It's C-Rock. Any ideas? What does optometrist rhyme with? Polygamist. Polygamist. Wow. <laughs> what about... Yeah, everybody's got your writing credit now. I don't yeah. think... Yeah, I don't think that's going to sell. I don't either. But He's the optometrist that gives the view you missed. It's ah. Seth. Yeah. What's your last name again? Stanton. Yeah. Oh, we're Stanton doing that. is a good word. Just skip word. that part. Stanton. Yeah. What's the name of the company, though? It's, so it's Daughters of Charity, but the problem is Daughters of Charity is actually about to change its name. To that what? Um, no. <laughs> not a good brand. DePaul. That's better for Hopefully none of rhyme. them are listening yeah. right now because they'll be offended because I definitely went to an entire afternoon of And you paid no attention. Where they talked about the name change and I, I forgot it. If it's DePaul, uh, that would be really good because that would rhyme great. DePaul? Yeah. yeah. You've got it all. You've got it all. Oh, yeah. y'all go to DePaul. Oh, then no. we really all be, we really all will all be sued by Chip Forstall. Yeah. Well, what's one called? What's DePaul. Chip? Do you yeah. do a Chip Forstall mm-hmm. ad? No. Well, who, who have you done one for? Anybody? No one. That was Monsieur Lake. Seth. Yes. <laughs> hey, listen. I see we have. Actually, a, I did. I did a hospital commercial with Dave Torkinowski, and I remember it was really. Um, the song was I need a reason to live that was the oh, wow. I need a reason to live the, the, yeah that was part of the song for, for the a hospital, hospital. yeah that's, that's, that's a pretty strange true. choice isn't uh, yeah. it yeah <laughs> I remember when we were recording it I was like I guess so this is really did Tolkienowski write that lyric he did he, did. he might have done that for a he, joke and they, they went for I it I think he was like trying to be funny and yeah. they were like that's Perfect. That's great. Love it, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want a writing credit for that. <laughs> well, do you know what hospital that was? Could we find that? Somebody oh, C-Rock might be able to find it. I don't, I don't know. That was so long ago. I don't remember. I guess the hospital probably went out of business if that was their marketing. <laughs> Maybe. It wasn't anything we remember. Hey, listen, you guys want to play a song? Yeah. Okay, so let's go, tell us a little bit what's going on with Dusty Miller and the Tangle. Well, we, um, you know, we had our new record come out, Pure as Gold. Yes. And um, that's been doing really well. We are working on new songs to go back into the studio and hopefully do... Pure as Gold was an EP, so which means there are only... How many songs do we have on that? Five? five? Yeah. yeah. Five. We don't even know. Um, <laughs> Not many. <laughs> we want to do a full album, you know, of maybe 12 songs. Okay. And so that's the goal as we're writing some new which I'm going to pull the wow. lyrics up for. Okay, this so this is a new one. song. This That's is an amazing phone case, by the way. Look at that Thank phone. you. Yeah, this, is, this is who I am. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I'm very ridiculous. That would hurt. If, if That's really the, the right reason. Way, the right it's, it's a good weapon. Mm-hmm. So what are all these various artifacts on the back of your phone? Do this they, is what happened. They... This girl wrote me on Facebook, and I have no idea who she is, and she said, I make phone cases... I saw that you're a singer, and I saw that you like unicorns and rainbows, which I do, and okay. and sparkly things. And she said, can I make you a phone case, and all I need you to do is take some selfies and tag it in your pictures, or if you ever... T- for some reason, have your if phone you were, on say, stage. If you say on a podcast, for example. Yeah, so, so I got this in the mail, and I was like, yeah. "Holy shit!" But can't you tell my us her name? Somebody must be. That's what she gave it to you for. So you would go on a thing like this I and know. say her name. Yeah. God Darcy, it, come on, really? I, um, you must I have be able. to look that up. It's okay. It's What's some, it under? It's on. She has an Instagram page. Okay. Bling cases. Bling cases. Okay. At bling cases. Okay, that's cool. Perfect. All right. So I don't yeah. feel so bad now that we can I'm give sorry. her a shout I'm out. I'm sorry, girl. Bling cases. Where does she live? She's a fan. Uh, she's of yours. in Arizona. Okay. So you yeah. guys are traveling all over the country with us. Um, we've been traveling, and? not uh, yet uh, uh, all over the country, but we are um, making our way around the country. Right. And going? we just got back from, um, we went to our last, was we just got back from Key West, which is a major stint. I mean, we do seven shows in three days. Who's yeah, your booking agent? Do you have a booking agent? We are. We are. We're okay, kind of the two okay. of us right here. Right. We do it all ourselves. Do you have a, a company for the band, or is it? Ooh. You mean like an <laughs> LLC? That would be yeah one of them. We one did, however, the the person who started that uh, is no longer with we the band. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So we are in the process of 
starting a new one. Okay. So are both of you songwriters? Yes. Yes. Are Everyone, you registered with BMI? Yes. 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 BMI? Yeah. Uh, we have all our songs copywritten. Maybe CSAC. So you registered at uh, CSAC. And yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So you're recommending, Ashley, that a band should have a company to represent it? Like, not necessarily. A... Not necessarily. We're just curious. Um, for, some, for some folks, it's a good idea. Others, not so much. Just depends on the circumstances. Um, I don't like to sign anyone up for... Uh, legal entity madness, unless you know they're, unless it makes sense. So yeah. it's certainly an option. It does shield uh, you from personal liability. Does it? I mean, you know, if you're practicing it the right way, it's all about practicing um, the uh, the the mechanisms that are associated with the but with the, the company. What sort so of personal liability are, would the band be? So, for like? instance, if Darcy were to show up and like bring her own equipment to a rainy gig and electrocuted someone, if she signed a contract on behalf of Darcy, Darcy's like pillow can be taken out from underneath her. But if, hmm. if it's through an LLC and if that LLC has a separate bank account and a tax ID number and you enter the contracts of the LLC and the LLC is an actual business and not a, not a fictitious entity, then the LLC is ultimately... That's pretty good advice. Um, so yeah. you make a, so when you, they book the band, they book the band through the LLC, about, not through... It's all about minimizing your exposure yeah. to risk. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean. I mean, you know, there there are lots of options. I don't. Doesn't you know, mean you need to run out and form an LLC. That's something that a lot of bands do that I don't recommend, especially without an operating agreement. So right. But oh, we I, had I'm, one I'm of those. Watching yeah. your eyes glaze over, like oh, I well, just feel, oh, those are scary. Those operating agreements. They yeah, are. What is that? That gives everybody an obligation of something to do in the band. Like you, you know, I'm going to play I'm the guitar. Drafting the operating agreement, it's going to be very simple. I'm putting this in. You're putting that in. We've got this amount of votes, and you know when we break up or if we break up probably when we break up we can do this with the material and i can use this trademark and it's like a prenup type of thing yeah it's exactly what it is do you have a prenup in your marriage um i did in the first one what about this one um not existing but would absolutely i believe so you're single single is 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 a term of art for sure (laughs) okay darcy are you single no no you're still married i don't know what single means anymore Uh, marriage like you know the the state marriage sort of situation gotcha well it's a legal i don't know if you're familiar with the law but it's a legal you know a little bit but but you know again the uh so you had a prenup in the beginning the, the first one did it work having a prenup wasn't necessary. You had nothing to divide up or it was keep. A, yeah, it was a, it was a situation. Right. Do you sure. have one, Seth, as prenup? But it would have no. been handy if it, if necessary. Yeah. Would you recommend it to your Everyone. clients? Oh yeah. Def- really? For sure. Why not? Rory, are you single or married or what? I'm married. And do you have a prenup? I do not. No. no. I've never thought about doing that either. It I seems unromantic. <laughs> Well, you know, you've got to have something. Yeah, what are you going to take? Yeah, take? Yeah. 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 Was that part of your vows? Yeah, and take your life that away from you. Enjoy. Cheers. Okay, so what are you going to play, guys? Speaking of, that's yeah. a good time for. Oh, it's time. Oh, time for another drink. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we can hook you up. Thank you. This is a new song. Brand new song. That Rory wrote. All right. Did you write this on one leg, Rory, or both? I'm sorry. Did you write this on one leg, or did you have both feet on the ground for this one? Um. Cannot remember. See, I didn't even know I was doing the dance. Right. I can't Chicken that. dance. Yeah. You've made him self-conscious yeah. for all performances. Oh my god! Feet on the ground at all times. No, you will do it. <laughs> okay, it's what's like this? It's like guitar face. You can't help it. <laughs> what's this called? The song. This is called "Love in the End Times." Is Ooh. the name of the song. That's How why appropriate. Have yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's a. Um, I, I love this song because it's. I, it's very like 60s doo-wop which is something I, I love so much and um, Rory really incorporated that in, in this tune so it's one of my new faves okay cool love in the end time yes okay To tell you, throw you to the flow. 
How many times do I have to show you more? How many times do I have to tell you I know what you're gonna say? How many times do I have to show the way? But there's one place left to go Amazing. Who keeps calling you doing this? Know. The trouble Jesus. with putting the lyrics on the phone is that people keep on calling you. This, and you is, calls all the time. this happens to me all day. That's crazy. Who keeps calling? I have no phone calls. Do you get know. a lot of calls, Seth? I only so, answer so numbers that, that I know. Yeah, that's that's the problem with having a local number. I, I have a I have a number from back when I lived in Chicago. So anything right. that comes in from Chicago, basically, in order to deal with the fact that you get a bunch of spam calls from your like home. Right area code i've just disowned all of my friends in chicago so that so you can't talk to anybody all from the all the phone calls that come right. in i'm like no i'll just ignore so them. you don't get spam because you have a no I, I do but i just don't you know, answer I just, any I, calls i ignore all phone calls from chicago that's a good tip yeah. 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 yeah yeah so I, so in our case if you have a 504 number you just can't answer say any call that comes from chicago. 504 just if your name yeah. isn't in my phone I'm not, I'm not answering. Yeah, You'll leave does. a message. Okay, so and that, then if I want to, I'll call back. And then you won't check your voicemail because nobody checks no voicemail. No one checks right. your voicemail. I actually right. don't. Voicemail. I don't even I do. know how do you to listen to check voicemail? my voicemail. Well, you, you don't even know how to do it. Right. I switched to Android and I'm lost. So that song does not have the title in the chorus. It, no, it does not. That's very tricky. 
Why yeah. don't you change the title so that it's in the chorus? Uh, I don't know. Otherwise, just, people um, are going to say, "Play that love me, but you won't raise a hand." Yeah. Song. Um, I don't know. I just, you know, the the chorus kind of came, and uh, when I was deciding on a title, that just popped in my head, and it just seemed like it was a. I was just like, "Oh, that's an interesting kind of title." Right. So, okay. yeah, there's a lot of songs like that, Grant. There are. There's a whole yeah. collection of songs whose yeah. title is not in the in the song. Right. Hey, but I can see I can. how that would sound with a band because you can sort of hear that sort of. Mm-hmm. Do whoppy type yeah, it's really chorus, girl it, chorus. And, and we have the background. Do you have backup singers yeah, now? They're, they're doing the. That's cool. Yeah, I'm just trying to emulate it on the acoustic. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit hard to do with just <laughs> two of you, but it did sound good though. Yeah, yeah, it's very like cool. That song. Thank you. Thank you. Where are you playing these days that we can go hear this? Well, we just um, we just got back from Key West. We did. Uh, we did tips not that long ago. We we have some things coming up, but actually, Rory is uh, put together this amazing show that's happening next week. Yes, and it's an, uh, you tell about it because it's your thing. Okay, so um, it, the burlesque performer Bella Blue and I are good friends, and we uh, have once a year or so do a tribute show that combines live music and burlesque. Um, this is going to be the fourth one we do. The first three were David Bowie tribute shows, so nice. the band would play, you know pretty much any Bowie song you could think of and burlesque performers would come out and take their clothes off to them but um, we after three Bowie shows you know we were kind of just like you know this is a great show we love it but it's time to shake it up a little bit so we decided to turn it into a series called the iconography series and um, that's catchy yeah. yeah. And, um, the iconography series. Yeah. Okay. And we're going to do kind of hop around a little bit between artists so uh, the next one up is Madonna so we're doing a uh, so we're doing a uh, Madonna tribute show at One Eye Jacks Early Madonna. On, uh, next week, right? On October fifth, yeah, uh, a little, yeah, mostly eighties, nineties. I you. think the the, the no. We'll, I mean for that. Oh, yeah. now it, yeah, you you've got all the good ones. He's yeah, got all the good ones. Are so there. you're the music director. I'm really excited. Of this. Yes. And I get to sing in it. Yay. Oh wow, okay. So I love singing. My so that's Donna. cool. So you get to do Madonna because Madonna's song, Madonna songs lend themselves more to burlesque than David Bowie. It, it I would think act- it's not quite as I weird sounding. Yeah, I agree with it's you a, on that. It, Actually, the Bowie stuff Bowie was great. Makes me want to take my it worked. Off. It really right. works. Yeah. Sure. This yeah. does too, just in a different way. But um, the Bowie thing sounds a bit more. Uh, it sounds a bit more sort of a unique. Yeah. Um, well, Why I, did you choose Madonna of all people? Uh, what well, is there about her? We that's were, just well, the first one. Yeah, this is the first one of the kind of new version of it. Okay. So, um, so my my wife's one of the co-producers, um, and we were driving around. And I thought you were going to say your wife is Madonna. That's <laughs> moment. Um, Do you have a prenup? I'd be buying you uh, drinks. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, so we were driving around, and we were like, okay, we we've done Bowie three times, and we were kind of going over like, okay, we need someone with a lot of you know different looks over you know someone who's been around for a long period of time who had a lot of different looks that lends themselves to different burlesque acts and obviously someone super famous with a lot of very recognizable songs because we have to fill one-eyed jacks and and then you know we've just kind of like she said madonna and as soon as she said i was like oh yeah that's perfect and you're definitely not going to do that to mavis staples <laughs> so that would be that would be funnier though however i would be so down for that show. in fact yeah. I, I i'll take credit for it if you do it's a good idea yeah. so that's a kind of a more sort of a unique weird idea we we uh, i kind of like it yeah we've had the mavis idea of staples doing burlesque smaller ones <laughs> would she have um, to sign off on that though like, 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 like mini shows yeah like little mini shows okay I think, yeah, it's going to be great. I mean, people, even people who don't like Madonna know Madonna songs. Who doesn't like Madonna? People who don't like Madonna are not going to pay. How much is it to go to One Eye Jack? It's $20 per show, two shows at 8 o'clock and 10.30. They're they're going to go. It's going to be great. October the 5th, which is what day of the week is that? Saturday, October the 5th. That's a good idea. Yeah. Is there a Saints game the next day or anything? Um, I think so. Um, it, it, yeah, so I think, but you know, probably noon the next day or something. I have no right. idea if it's home or away. Um, no, we ran into Bowie fell on the playoff weekend last year in January. <laughs> so we were, you know, Perfect. they were like, all right, it's going to be one of these four slots. And one of them was right when the show was. And I was, we were just like, Jesus Christ, if the Saints are in a playoff game when we're trying to do this show, we are fucked. But it worked out to where it was the next night. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's always good. Hey, so listen, we're going to take a very, very qu- quick break. And when we come back, what are we going to talk about when we come back? Miles for Migrants? Yeah. Sure. I think yeah. we'd all like to know more about that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a great Absolutely. idea. Okay, we'll be right back after this. And we're back on Happy Hour with Darcy Malone, 
Rory Calais, Ashley Keaton and Seth Stanton from Miles for Migrants, which is an organisation, if you're just joining us, that uses people's donated frequent flyer miles mm -hmm. to unite people who have been separated by their governments by, or by, by all kinds of different things, right? I mean, so how the, the nature of being a, a refugee or an asylum seeker, you could be separated by war, you can be separated because of your political beliefs, you can be separated for all kinds of... So I know how to find you because I'm on the internet and uh, I'm at home and, you know, I can make a donation. How do, if I'm an immigrant in a camp somewhere, how do I find that I can get a free air ticket? So we, we, go, through, we go through partnerships. Um, so we're partnered with Catholic Charities and Hyas and um, Caritas in Belgium and, like, all these different organizations. And so they basically come to us and they're like, we have this family that qualifies for our partnership based on the contracts that we have governing our partnership. Um, and uh, and we, you know, we want you to fly them and have them be reunited. So so when you say reunited, this is, this is the people who are families so, usually so who have been separate. So 99% of the time it's someone is one place and the rest of the family is somewhere else. And how did this happen usually? Or is there no usual? There can be a million different reasons. For our for our international stuff, it's um, the Syrians, war, the Afghans, because they helped the U.S. government. And yeah, then but how does one person, why does, if I'm in the family, say your family, say uh -huh. things go wrong in your family, uh -huh. how come you would leave and everybody else would stay behind? Let, let, me, let, me, let me give you an example. Um, we flew an Afghan family a couple months ago. Um, the dad was a public servant. And it, he was in charge of zoning for some district in Afghanistan. And um, there were some people who weren't happy with his districting decisions, like his like zoning decisions. And so they shot up his house in the middle of the night and killed his infant son. And uh, I wasn't expecting that one. Um, yeah, yeah actually, that's I terrible. was like, I'm unhappy with our city council's zoning, but shit. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, you're not gonna like shoot up. But no, in Afghanistan, you're gonna shoot up their house. So. Damn. Um, and they so killed they, an innocent little kid just because oh. his infant son, yeah. Um, and so wow. he realized wow. that that was going to keep happening unless he got the hell out of there. And so he got the hell out of there, and, and he left ended his, up in, in left Belgium. Left his kids behind. He left his wife behind, and then his wife was pregnant. Okay. Um, Why would you leave your pregnant wife behind? Because he couldn't take all of them. Like they wouldn't make it. Like he literally ran in the middle of the night sort of thing. Um, you wait here, honey. I'm going to take off. No, like, the thing is, they want to kill him, right? Right. So I, I, that he leave at that so, point, Because right? he's a bad zoning guy. Yeah, yeah, because he's the zoning guy who, you know... The, okay. I mean, that's, like, okay, that's unfortunately, like, that's how the rest of the world works. Right. Right. Like, not I'm just thinking about evacuating like, for a hurricane or something, which is not even no, similar. No, this is like... You kind of well, don't technically, typically leave people behind, though, so. Well, you did like your, it, if you're putting people at it happens, it happens, you got to, you got to roll. It happens, yeah. all, yeah. like, it there happens are all kinds right. of horrific situations where, right. we, like, the Honduran family that we flew yesterday, um, they ran because the, it's a mom and her four kids, and uh, her oldest son was, he turned, like, 14 or 15, and their neighborhood's run by a gang. And so the gang went to the 14-year-old, the and they're like, you're old enough, it's time to join the gang. And he was like, I, I don't want to join the gang. And they're like, okay, well, then we'll kill you. And so they ran, but the mom realized that some of the younger kids, it was going to be, like, too hard on them. And they're relatively safe because they're not old enough to join the gang yet. And so she left with two of her kids, and she left the other two behind. And that's a decision that in that, like, terrifying moment... There's a lot of people making decisions like that where, A, they don't have time to think through all of it, and B, a lot of the time they're probably right, right? Like, we do this with Syrians all the time where, like, the Syrians are all still scarred by the fact that that picture of Alan Kurdi went all over the world, and they all saw it. And so when they think about, like, fleeing to Europe with their families, they think about their kid who's not that different in age from that kid that drowned. This is the kid that we see the photo of on the, yeah, yeah. On the river. On the, on the, with his on the beach, face down on the beach on the in beach. Turkey. Right. Right. Um, and so, so they, they think about that and they make that horrible decision. Right. And then they're like, I'll try and send for you later. 
And so the awesome part about that is that when they try and send them for them later, like Miles from Madrigan gets to charge in with your Miles and actually like make that shit happen. Right? That is pretty yeah. that's, that's the awesome part. Is there a feel-good documentary about this yet? There should be. Yeah, yeah you want to get in on that? We need, to, we need to find someone who's a filmmaker. We don't have a filmmaker here. We only have musicians and lawyers. You could put that deal together probably, Ashley. I, I know definitely put that deal together in a way that is good for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Ashley, what do you say? What is this pro bono? What, 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 what drew you to pro bono stuff, helping people out? Because most lawyers are not interested in spreading the goodness around, really. Well, spreading the goodness around is what drew me to becoming a lawyer, which seems counterintuitive. Yeah. I wanted to become an environmental lawyer and, and, and did work a little bit in environmental law and international European Union uh, intellectual property law. But my mother is an art teacher. I grew up you know, surrounded by art. She brought me to New Orleans all the time to get me out of Arkansas. Right. And um, I love music. Love visual art, love the performing arts. I was a choreographer up until last year. I was a really? practicing choreographer wow. from 18 to 40. Where were you, um, where were you doing that? Not I mean, at the New York City Ballet. Really? Not at the New York City Ballet. That's what I heard. Yeah. I heard that. No, too. that was my dream, and I went like out the window oh. like before I could even graduate. Like, <laughs> no, not there. Okay. But the point of it is, is that you know, I, I continued to. In fact, last night. I, not under the influence at all was tap dancing and one of my tap shoes finally broke i was like oh, are you damn. part of tap dad no i am not part of tap dad i'm part be. of tap dad at my house by myself but oh. what is but tap anyway, dad it's one of the dancing? um one of the dance groups okay so you're a formally trained ballet dancer who can also do tap well, yeah, but, I was a formally trained tap dancer too. But is that what you set out to want to I, do? I, I tap dance. Um, yeah, but and no, um, <laughs> did not want to suffer as much as I knew that it was probable, and I wanted to become an oncologist, and then I wanted to be did a biochemist, you? and blah, blah blah. No, I did not become an oncologist. What, what is that? I, Something to do with I, cancer. I did a, you that know, rhymes. A that rhymes with optometrist. I was like, oh, we need to save the environment. Oh, cancer? we need to save oncologists. Write that down. Uh, that rhymes with optometrist. There's a line to be drawn. It's, you know, environment, habitat, ecosystem. Right? Like it's all. It all connects to culture. Right? And so for me, it was clear when I was boot when, when I was when I was interning for a boutique entertainment slash arts law firm here. It was very clear to me that there was a gap that needed to be filled. There was a void. In and New Orleans. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, how can you expect the arts community to protect themselves and equip themselves with the tools that they need to yeah. be self-empowered, to be self-determined? That's the biggest problem it's we've got about, here. It's not about entering the marketplace, which it can be. It's about, well, it well, about, it's about doing what you want to with what you want to. Okay. And you can't do that without without some of these resources. Now, I was but, tired but of seeing musicians question. fucked over. Why do Me too. I was sick of it. But why does a city like Austin or Nashville have all this infrastructure they and don't. we don't? What they do we, don't. That's marketing. They don't? You're misinformed. Absolutely. So people in Austin and musicians in people Austin are just as starving and screwed over. Are, oh, are yes, they are. And I know because I, I we lived there for three you years. You can go to the Is music. There's, there's a music census oh, that was published out of Austin. And my friend Don Pitts helped put that together. And And... And it, it, it's the figures are alarming, and, and the the folks who answered that survey, I mean, it was very broad sweeping. It was very representative, and the the findings are very similar to what you would imagine. Okay, so are I get all my in information from Offbeat magazine, which was constantly going on about. And How great Austin and Nashville is. No, they're not. Jan does not say Offbeat. Don't you work at Offbeat, Rory? Jan never says that Nashville and Austin are that awesome. That's usually the. That's usually what they. The, the implication. Well, she's saying, Try to yeah. That yeah. everyone else has got it together, together except us. But let's yes. not become a Nashville or Austin. It's a little Austin. more organized, but yeah, it's not like right. this. Right. But you live there, Darcy. I live there. Is it in? Channel cut my throat if I if I if I let you say that. Mm -hmm. That's the impression I get. That's where my office is, and she's my mama, my New Orleans mama. And oh really? I can't let you say that. Okay, Jan would support us being like Austin or Nashville. No, but no, but the, no, I wouldn't say that. But the impression <laughs> I get from reading Offbeat is that she says often that. Nashville and Austin have got them. it together in a business sense, so, the music business sense, and, and, and we don't. And this goes and to why kind of don't we? One of the um, one of our latest, one of the 
latest endeavors that I've embarked on with the Ella project um, that Jan knows about that we're going to be talking more about is bringing folks from the city council, District B, Superdome, you know, convention center, but uh, more importantly, district, not more importantly, but as importantly, District C, Kristen Palmer, who is the council person for District C, the French Quarter, Bywater, Maroney, Treme, et cetera. We're trying to, in, in the mayor's office, went on a fact-finding mission to Seattle and San Francisco to determine, to determine what Seattle and San Francisco are doing to help manage their nightlife economy that's not a police state, that is not, you know, responding to certain agencies that have, you know, draconian ordinances that they're responding to, that is actually well-coordinated and equipped to handle complaints so that musicians are, are not arrested for busking, so that street artists are not, you know, threatened with arrest for, you know, painting nudes, so that, so that these venues, you know, can actually be, can actually um, have enforceable sound uh, decibel limits yes. and and I mean that's important. It's also important to a musician, right, Darcy? Because it, and 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 right, Roy, because you know you all don't want to have to play over a limit. You, your hearing is is critical. Well, no, to the I don't want to be told continuity to be quiet, of your arts. Or well, to be quiet, right? But yeah, I, I I I get pissed off at this whole like we have to play at a certain level now well, no, there at is some no places. Level. And this just worse. started happening Oh, recently. it is. At, at, it's not at just started Bufa's, happening. This goes cannot, back to 1808. You, play, you cannot play over a certain... Yeah. Well, well, I don't know what Bufa's using. What were they playing in the 1800s before they were playing conch shells. They were playing conch shells, drums, and horns. They were jamming on the loot. And they were, and they were outlawed and banned <laughs> other than two hours on Sunday at Congo Square. That was our first noise ordinance. And so the idea is that perhaps there's a better way to approach this rather than continuing that kind of stream of, of reasoning to allocate a designated liaison among stakeholders and public officials for dealing with, you know, the management of a great economy that New Orleans benefits from. 18 million tourists and 400,000 people living here. I mean, come on. What can we really expect? You know, from government. Well, if you're an ordinary person who doesn't have any connection to the law or the music industry, everything seems fine. You walk down Bourbon Street, it's, and lo- it's loud as to hell. Be that ordinary person, or you go to Tipitina's and it's loud as hell. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't seem to be in. I don't know what. What is it's all this noise? About, it's issues? not even about loudness. Honestly, it's about. It, music is the easiest thing to sing, single out because it always has been, re- regulation wise. It's really about. It's, it's about nuisance, it's about uh, trash. Litter, and it's about parking, congestion, and crime. It's not really about music, but because music has constantly been an easy way to get solutions for the other problems, then you know it's it's singled out, and that's what we have to stop. Because you know we're all making sounds. I would like to shut down the the you know huge jackhammers outside of my my place at what 6 a.m. Leaf but, blowers, you know, can we leaf stop that? Leaf blowers can go. I would they can go to leaf hell yeah. first. Unless I'm using it, and then I'm going to be real excited. <laughs> but I don't have one. Talking I of just music, you I guys want to play another song here? Please yeah. do. Okay. Under 70 decimals, please. I'm just kidding. You got the lyrics on the phone behind the bling case? Yes. What's it called? Bling case? Put it on airplane mode. This is... Is there oh, you mean... A, there yeah, is a you're noise right, ordinance, so I don't get though, any right? Calls. You're so smart. Section what? 66 of the municipal Section 66. Code. This was actually written by our saxophone slash keyboard player, James Beaumont. This is good for you. You don't have to write any songs anymore. you got all the guys in the band I, writing Well, you songs. know what? Actually, it really is wonderful because in um, when we first started the band, Chris and I, Chris and I were the only songwriters. Nobody wanted to contribute to it. And actually, we... We now I say Rory wrote this, I say James wrote this, but really we bring the the band they brought the song to the table and the band together made it a song. You know, I mean, we all we work together and that's I love that about our band. Because yeah, some cool. some bands don't do that. Right. Um but this is called Asunder from Your Love. All right. We're Can you tell this was written by the Brit in the band? He's British? Yes. All right. No, I ain't gonna bathe in your sun anymore. 
I'm burnt, I'm tired, I'm bruised, and I'm bored. I'll take a ticket to somewhere I can breathe. Cause I ain't gonna bet in your son, you'll see. I'll find a new lover and finally be free. Shackles are broken asunder from your thumb. Cause I ain't gonna swim in your river no more. You pulled me under and my heart's tore. I'll dive in and swim the ocean's deep. Cause I ain't gonna swim in your river, it's true. I'll hit the town and find someone new. Shackles are broken asunder from your love Cause I flew too close to the sun Belted my wings and now we're done I'm leaving town to finally be at peace Cause I ain't gonna fly in your storm, no, no Take me for granted, you reap what you sow I pass the torch to someone I can't see Cause I ain't gonna fly in your storm, that's right No more beating, cursing when we fight Free as I'll ever be, broken from your love I'm free as I'll ever be, broken from your love much longer but there's a whole solo section that I thought might be awkward for Rory to pull off by himself. <laughs> I was looking at the lyrics on your song it says sex solo. Yeah. Yes. How long is the sex solo? No. Well James could go on for however long we tell him to. Uh, just, you just let him Yeah. Free but person. really like if, we, if we're in a, a gig where we need to fill time we'll give everybody a solo you know. There's Nothing wrong like with jamming that, out. You have to keep going. For, oh my! Oh, yeah. Well, for example, we just play for played. Oh, Actually, yes. We just <laughs> played Key West, which we love doing. This gig is—I mean, it's super fun. We go stay there. There's a band house in the back of the bar. We go like live in the bar for a weekend, rent a bike for 15 bucks for the weekend, and <laughs> go cool. hang on the beach and play music all day. It's pretty awesome. But we play seven shows in three days. So we do three 90-minute sets um, a day. Wow. And for as a singer, I'm still recovering. You can still hear it in my, wow. my especially the way I sing. But I drank a lot of Makers that weekend. <laughs> but I made it through. Barely. Actually, we won't talk about the ride home. So you have to... Yeah. So you have to spin out. No, we will talk no. about the ride home. No. It's really bad. No, no. no. Said <laughs> Who drives? Um, we all drive. We all take a shift. So that's rude. I didn't. And that's when the problem started. Yes, yeah. exactly. So I was looking at your website, actually, before we got here today, Seth. And there's all these, like, uh, your, your, I guess, partner companies who are partnered with you. Uh -huh. And then I was looking at this one thing at the very bottom of the page. I didn't have time to read it properly. It was called, I think it's called uh, Borders. Oh, yeah. And it seemed to be suggesting that I could, as an ordinary person, use frequent flyer miles to go anywhere. Well, you can. Well, but I don't have any frequent flyer miles. Well, you need to get some. But, I mean, I don't need some website to tell me that I can use my frequent flyer miles. I thought this was some way of... That, so they, they can guide you into how to sign up for lots of credit cards to get those frequent flyer miles, and then use. That's them. what it's all about. But you shouldn't use them on yourself after that. You should use them. Get them to you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But there's a scam that you can some scam. It's or, not a scam. You not yours. Up. But I mean, uh, this a uh, borders thing. I was wondering how this worked. How <laughs> I could get myself a whole bunch of frequent flyer miles. Sign up for a bunch of credit cards. Not but a scam. If you sign up for a bunch of credit cards, does that impact your credit adversely? No. But in, but a, it impacts your income of adversity. You have to pay them back. Well, you don't have to spend. Since, well, since, November, the miles. since November of 2014, I've signed up for 60 credit cards. Oh, shit. 60. It's called wow. credit churning, right? Yeah. My, and they haven't closed you out. My credit score spend. is 800 after that. Mine's better than yours. Mine's but sucks. I don't have 60 yeah. credit cards. Mine's 2020. Just 20. so you know. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> very excited. Mine's right there with my vision. Mine's yeah. about to drop significantly. 
after this month. So. Are you buying a house or something? No, I'm just like taking care of a house that's 200 years old. That's that the plumbing just bursted and. and well, that's that's and, all of us. Yeah, I'm gonna get the cash advances mm. with the high interest rates, so the credit yeah. score is gonna drop. That's okay, but maybe I can I'm not aware get some of my more credit, credit cards. You should sign up and for a card. You know the, yeah, no, I'm going to. What's your credit score? That's APR. the silver lining. I stay yeah, away from that. I can, you know, I, I'm, I'm actually, yeah. I will. Mm-hmm. Maybe we shouldn't talk about this on the show can, because it's actually like. We can talk about like, it, and yeah. 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 What if are you, you talking? If you want a really boring side thing, console, it's like me telling console. you about which credit cards mm-hmm. you should sign up for. Um, I'm not sure if that's that boring, actually. Which like credit cards should we sign should up for? Yeah. <laughs> where do you want to go? Or do you want to fix the plumbing in the 200-year-old house? No, are, I don't want to fix. Do do you need, everyone else wants to have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Are yeah. you using credit card points to fix your plumbing? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm no, not. I was, what I, I was saying you was you should sign up for a card with a, a 0% APR for a while. So can you explain this? Okay, so C-Rock said there's a <laughs> term this. called credit card churning. Yeah. Is that what's boring? How does it work? So, so you I, sign up I've, for credit I card. found out about that from the New York Times article about... Yeah, we were Miles for migrants. We were mentioned uh-huh. in that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, we've got like two minutes before we have to get out of here. So you want to tell us what it is? Pitch, pitch, pitch. Credit, credit card churning. Yeah. You, this could you be sign up for a bunch of credit cards, and then you collect the miles, and then you use them to travel wherever. But where can so you the, buy so the, the question? What, so the original what idea. What if you have really bad credit? How do you get miles? Well, you have to start with a card that you can sign up for with having really bad Which credit. Which card is that? Uh, there's there's a few different ones. There's all kinds of predatory banks yeah. that'll give you. So you, no, you don't do the predatory up, banks. Do you be, get like a bunch like of even like the main, like major U.S. credit card issuers will give you kind of like their lower end cards. Where can people go to donate and to support your organization? So our website we is, two is our website's is milesformigrants.org, with four being the number four. So it's miles4migrants.org. You can read about all of our stuff there, all the people we've reunited. Some of the people we've reunited, the vast majority of them are still terrified, despite the fact that they're safe and don't actually tell their stories. But um, some of the amazing stories of uh, the people that we've reunited from all over the world. So you're going straight to heaven. There is not one. Thomas says there is no heaven. I was going to say, considering some of the stories that I've heard, I don't 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 believe in it. This is the greatest thing anyone's (laughs) ever done, like on the face of the earth, practically, though, isn't it? Seriously. Timing is impeccable. It is pretty amazing. You don't think? I mean, no, I mean, it's, it it's awesome, but it's not me. It's like... That's the great thing about it, though, is that you're not doing it for any self-aggrandizement whatsoever at all. You're a part of it. It's I'm great. Do, I'm doing it because it's fucking awesome to wake up in the morning yeah. and have, like, yeah. like a picture of, like, some guy holding his kid for the first time. Yeah. Where he's yeah, like, I, I had to leave Burundi in the middle of the night because <laughs> someone showed up to attack me. And three years later, like here's my here's my kid. Like we did it. That is pretty amazing. That's yeah, amazing. that is so pretty good. amazing. It really awesome. is. That's a pretty Thank high you. note to end on, yeah. don't you think? I think yeah. so. Pretty I'm hard to go from that into you. these commercials, yeah. but I have to tell you that Happy Hour today has <laughs> yeah, been brought to us by the Positive Vibrations Foundation, who create and encourage community through the development of the preservation of arts, music, culture, and heritage, and by Basics on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue. Basics Underneath sells fine lingerie and basic swim and gym. has a full range of fashion, swimsuits, workout, and yoga clothes with style. And you can be a member of our Patreon family actually here at Happy Hour by going to patreon.com and signing up for as little as $1 a month. And you can become a member of our Patreon family and get free stuff. Do it. And if you'd like to donate your F miles to Miles for Migrants, that is the, one of the coolest things. Is there some sort of a tax write-off for that or is it just a feel-good? Not for the miles. You can't really tax you can, the miles. They can give you money as well, though? You can make you can a donate, donate money. donation. You can donate money, but you should be... You just told people to give to your Patreon thing. Yeah. And, well, that's and, nice, and too, you're but, doing you know... That, I'm gonna, but you we're know, just... If, if, you, if you're into a, donating miles and, you know, for the... Yeah, I mean, it's Ella nice Nola. for people to support us, frankly. Well, you've got mm. something to give money to as well. Yes. I just did. What is it? Ella Nola. And that's pro bono, which also means free... Yeah. yeah, which means advice you know, to musicians. Music. And, and I didn't even money, get to so inventors, which I wanted to ask you about, but I guess we'll have to do that on another yeah, show. Another Next show. show. You, you yeah. can give Gene money to us by so. buying our CDs and yeah. going online and, and, and buy them. Our can we, can we steal your music <laughs> off Spotify and, and so on? Expect no. Again, we just want you to hear it. For free. Okay. Hey, the, musicians. Hey, musicians. Tip musicians. Buy their work. Please do. Yeah, I mean, this is a very, very hard time to Really just come to our shows. 
Okay. Great. Ashley Keaton, thank you so October much for 5th, being Madonna here. October 5th, Madonna show. Seth Sanders, thank you so much for being here. Rory Kelly and Darcy Mullen, what, October 5th is the October Madonna 5th. show. One Eye Jacks. One Eye Jacks. Yes. Okay, we'll see you there. Thanks, everybody, for being Thanks, here for Graham. a happy hour Thanks for another week. Our show thank is produced you. today Thanks by all. Graham DePonte. Monique Pyle is our hey, music Graham. producer and Christian Onorel is our music consultant. Thomas Walsh mm-hmm. is our technical director and Asher Griffith is our Facebook live feed director who put this whole thing up on Facebook Live. And if you listen to this as a podcast, you can go and see the whole thing at our website. It's New Orleans.com or on our Facebook page, It's New Orleans Happy Hour. Our fact checker and social media connector is Andrew C-Rock C-Rack. Our theme music was written by and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show and you can stay upright for about an hour while drinking frosés, drop us a line. Our address is on our website, It's New Orleans.com. We can also make out, uh, make, well, find actually, not make out with, but you can find some other shows that we've made around here, including many more happy hours. Um, out to Lunch with Peter Raschuti, live from Commander's Palace, Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tooker, and our award-winning podcast about death, which is called Death, the Podcast. You can also find other great Louisiana podcasts as well at acadiana.com and it's batonrouge.la. You can keep up with us on a bunch of time-sucking social media like, for example, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and all of it you can find us by going to It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our It's New Orleans Happy Hour Facebook page. These photos are taken today by Jill LaFleur. You can find more of Jill's photos at LaFleurPhoto.com. If you listen to this on your favorite podcast app, thanks for subscribing to us. If your podcast app has a share option, try telling a couple of friends about Happy Hour. The show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street in Uptown New Orleans. Happy Hour is a production of Iron Broadcasting. For itsneworleans.com, Andrew Duhon is on the road. If you're looking for him, go to andrewduhon.com and see if he's in a town near you. He'll be back here in a week or two. And so on behalf of Andrew and everyone around the table here at Wayfair and back at our office at Iron Broadcasting, thanks for joining us. I'm Grant Morris. I'll see you back here next week for more Happy Hour.